Hello, you're listening to Repent and Believe Podcast with Cynthia Smalls, founder of Back to God Ministries. Welcome, my friends. Here, we talk about and teach the message of Jesus Christ, the only one who can claim the title of Savior of the world. We also discuss all things repentance and belief in Jesus Christ and how all these things tie into living a lifestyle where our deeds are manifested and fashioned in God so that we may be molded by the Father into vessels to be used for His glory. Amen? Amen. Okay, so let's get started. everyone. This is Cynthia Smalls. We're back to God Ministries. How is everyone doing today? I pray that all is well in your lives, that you are walking by faith and not by sight, that you're not giving up on Jesus no matter what is going on in this crazy world today, no matter what our finances may look like, no matter how much our family and friends are driving us bananas. But you know what? We are going to remain patient And we are going to endure until the end because our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ says that if we we hang in there to the end, he has a crown waiting for us. Amen. Amen. Okay. Speaking of our risen king, I want to talk about the seriousness and the impact of Jesus' resurrection. Why was it so important? Why was it so needful for him to rise from the grave? And what impact does that have for the believer? What the impact of it has for the sinner? Okay, so I want to talk about why was it so important? So let's first start off with the backstory. Okay, so let's go to Luke 24 verses 1 through 7. Okay. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and on a dirt day be raised again. Okay, so the question on the floor is, but why did Jesus need to come back to life, right? Okay, why was it so vitally important that once he died on the cross for the sins of the world and he was buried and he laid in the tomb as a dead man, Why was it so important for him to rise again? Okay, so I have four reasons for the resurrection. Number one, it impacts what Jesus did. And what did he do? Well, by dying on a cross and by rising again, he has victory over sin and death. When Jesus died on a cross, 
He was victorious over sin as he canceled our record of debt that stood against us. And we can find that in Colossians 2.14. Jesus died in the place of his people, taking the punishment of our sin. I lay down my life for my sheep. And we can see that in John 10.15. On the cross, then, he displayed that he can conquer corruption and forgive his people's sin. It was a victory because he did something that would not let sin be held over his people forever. So he triumphed over sin, evil, and death, and the cross. And we can find this in Colossians 2.15. But in order to triumph over sin, he not only needed to die to take sins upon himself, he also needed to rise from the dead to show that sin was finally dealt with. In other words, if he didn't rise, then he'll be held by sin forever. He died in a place of sinners. And then when he rose, he displayed that it was truly finished as he said that it was in John 19.30. So we see, number one, that the the reason why Jesus had to rise from the grave was to let sin and to let death know that you are finished. Your works here on this earth, it is finished. I dealt with it. I dealt with it by rising over the grave. So, and by doing so, Jesus conquered the power of sin in our lives. We don't have to let sin rule us as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. Our sin debt, okay, that that penalty that was rightly due to us. Why? Because we sinned against God, right? Although Jesus came to this earth in the body of a man, he was without sin. His precious blood was the only currency that would appease holy God. By Jesus dying on the cross and shedding his blood, that satisfied God to the point where now when he looks at us, those of us who are in Christ, he looks at us as seen, as being righteous, just like his son. So when Jesus rose out of the grave, he dealt with the sin issue. He, he dealt with the penalty that comes from sin because the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. So he conquered death by rising out of the grave. Death could no longer hold him to the grave. Amen. Okay, so because if Jesus had stayed in the grave, right, with his sin that he willingly took upon himself for the sins of the world, and if he would have stayed in that grave, then sin will, would have won, right? The power of sin would have kept him in that grave, right? And death would have been looking at it from the side like, yeah, I got you. But Jesus rose out of the grave and he said, no, death, I got you, okay? Oh, death, where's your sting? Oh, death, where is your victory? There is none. Why? Because he's still alive today. And yes, there are accounts in the Bible where people have come back 
from the grave. But guess what? Eventually, over time, they too, they die. Jesus, glory be to God, is the only one that died, got put in a tomb <laughs> that was buried, right? And and he, yes, indeed, he came back to life. But guess what? He is still alive to this very day. So, number one, the whole issue about sin is dealt with because he rose from the grave. The whole issue about death being its penalty, that has been dealt with as well. Why? Because he rose again. He conquered death. Okay, so in the early church, some were, some were questioning if the resurrection was really that important. In response, the apostle Paul said, well, if Christ had not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. And we can see that in 1 Corinthians 15, 17. Why? Because if Jesus was still dead, then he wouldn't have finally dealt with sin. Sin would continue to hold him down. But since Christ has been raised, sin is defeated and it is finally dealt with. Now, what we have to do in response to this amazing victory, right? We cannot let sin rule us. Why? Because Jesus had dealt with it. That's where our faith lies in, right? Because uh, Paul says that, well, um, if he if he was still dead, if he hadn't raised been raised from the dead, then our faith is is futile, is is pointless, right? Because then what are we hanging our hats on, right? Okay, so and and furthermore, right? If Jesus didn't rise from the grave, then we too, like him, we still would have been dead in our sins, right? Okay, so his resurrection, therefore, means that for those who trust Jesus, sin no longer has the final word. Amen. It doesn't. Jesus does. <laughs> Jesus will always have the final say in everything. Absolutely. He wins. He won for them. He rose to show that this is true. His coming back to life shows that sin was finished and it was never going to keep him dead. It has been dealt with. Amen. Okay, so number two, it displays who Jesus truly is, the Lord God. In his resurrection, Jesus also made it clear who he was and who he is. He was and is God himself who, who has seemingly insane authority to be able to raise himself from the dead. <laughs> Amen. Jesus says that resurrection would happen when he taught during his earthly ministry because he says that, that he was going to die right? And then after three days that he will rise again. That was the crux of his ministry, right? Um, also, he says that once he made a tremendous bold comment about this and about his control, not only over his death, but also over his resurrection. For he declared, I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No, no one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. 
I have authority to lay it down and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my father, John 10 verses 17 through 18. So Jesus is making this abundantly clear. Okay, even though Pontius Pilate has has um commissioned me, right, has sentenced me, has condemned me to die on the cross. And as a Roman soldier will lift him up on there, Jesus all the while is like, okay, I just want to let you all know that you may be doing this, but it is on my accord that I'm doing this, right? And it's going to be on my accord that I lift and raise myself up out of the belly of the earth. Amen. Okay, so now, um, obviously, anyone that can predict his death also can predict that how he is going to rise out of the grave. This is remarkable. It is. And that's why it is so serious, you know, and the pagan world wants to see this as Easter. You know, this has nothing to do with Easter eggs, chocolate bunny, really. No, my friends, this is serious business. We got to understand what was at stake when Jesus rose from the grave, right? No longer will sin have any control over us. Yes, there's sin in the world. And yes, we may sin from time to time. But you know what? Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your precious blood that when we do miss the mark, we can go to the Father and ask for forgiveness and it will be done. And you know what? That blood, it will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But to have the fundamental understanding is that sin does not control us any longer. Why? Because we are not making any provisions to this flesh. You know what our Lord, what he had to do to overcome this whole situation when he was praying in the garden that night, the night that the Romans um, officials and, and Judas was leading the entourage to come and get him. And he praying earnestly that, to the point where he sweat in blood. This was serious business, okay? Jesus, I'm quite sure he was tired, okay? Because don't forget, he was in a physical body, right? And, and he felt every emotion, every pain, every suffering that we have, that we also suffer. So I could imagine how tired he was. He was so tired. And, and how we know how tired that he was because his, his disciples, his crew, that he asked them, look, listen, you know, can you, can you stay up with me? <laughs> you know, um, you know, and, and all the while that, you know, because he knows that he's going to the cross to be crucified and to be separated from God, the father, they have never been separated before. Right. So, and, and he's in the garden, just sweating blood and, and praying, you know, um, to the father, can you take this cup from me? But nevertheless, 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 you know, he didn't give up on us, you know, because think about it. He could have gone home, right? He didn't have to do it, but he's done it. And so that's why his resurrection is so important and so vital and, and, so, and so crucial, okay? Sin and death no longer has any hold on us. Yes, 
we will miss the mark. And yes, this physical body is going to one day return to the earth. It is going to return to dust. But guess what? When we make the Lord Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, when we lay down this body suit, when God finally calls up calls us up out of this body suit, praise be to the Lord that he will be waiting right there on the other side waiting for us. Amen. Amen. Okay, so now look. Who else can raise himself from the dead but God? Who else can declare with absolute certainty that he'll die and then come back to life three days later? And we can see this in Mark 9.31. The Son of God and the Lord himself can. That's who Romans 1.4 talks about that. Therefore, the resurrection displays who Jesus is, which is he's God himself, the true Lord over all, who alone has authority over everything, including life and death. So there you go. Number three, it tells us what's to come, our bodily resurrection, because just like our Lord, right, we all are going to be raised from the dead. Now, some are going to be raised to everlasting life. And some, unfortunately, are going to be raised to eternal damnation. So, Jesus' resurrection only hints to us what is to come for all of us. When Jesus rose, the Bible says that his resurrection was the beginning of this renewed and restored creation. And we can see this in Colossians 1.18. Okay? Following in Jesus' footsteps, Every single person in the future will be raised bodily from the dead. Now, like I said, some will then go on to everlasting life, while others sadly to everlasting punishment. And we can see that in Daniel 12, 2, as well as Matthew 25, 46. But nevertheless, everyone will be raised in this way. Jesus' resurrection shows us what is to come for all of us. He was the first to be raised from the dead. He is the first fruits. Um, and we can see that in 1 Corinthians 15, 20. And his resurrection teaches us that God is going to raise each individual as well. Amen. Okay, so lastly, number four. It means Jesus of Nazareth is alive right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Uh, these three reasons above are good reasons to explain why the resurrection is important. But maybe simplest and yet most profound of all is that the resurrection shows us that Jesus is really alive right now. At this very moment, the God-man, Jesus of Nazareth, the same person who was born in Bethlehem and who died on that Roman cross outside of Jerusalem is alive. Amen. He is in his resurrected body. He is the only Savior. He is the King. He is Christ, God above all. And we can see that in Romans 9, 5. Because of this, believing in Jesus, trusting him, praying to him, and banking your life on him is not just some religious sentiment. Oh no, the world may want to convince you that Jesus is hogwash this whole 
him rising out of the grave that it's not real there's so much confusion around that but it isn't being a genuine christian is knowing that god is real he is jesus he came and he died for your sins and now he still exists he is alive he's good he's loving and he's coming soon to make everything right again amen let me just say this the Lord Jesus Christ died for the sins of the world. He rose out of the grave so that sin and death has been conquered. He said to death, I got you. I got, I caught you. You are caught. Sin, the both of y'all, y'all are dealt with, right? You know how in the world, how we say, you know, when something is finito, kid, right? Sin, finito, death finito you know the two of y'all y'all are dealt with the lord jesus christ rising out of out of the grave re reassures us that we too one day will rise again glory be to god that we make a decision for christ now while we're still in our physical bodies because like i always say on this channel you do not you do not want to be caught outside of this bodysuit without the Lord Jesus Christ being your savior, being your high priest, being your Messiah, being the one that God said, you know what? I'm going to send my son, my only begotten son, the son that I love dearly. I'm going to send him to take care of this issue. Send <laughs> Let me tell you, sin ruined us. It ruined mankind. Why? Because of our disobedience. Our first parents way back there in the garden, when, when they disobeyed God, sin was ushered now into the world and in the loins of Adam, right? Every person that was to come from him henceforth, will now be born with this sin nature, right? Okay, because I know a lot of people say, well, I'm not a sinner. Yes, you are, my friends. Oh, yes, you are, right? Even as toddlers, as cute and sweet as them little faces are, we can see that sin nature creeping up. Why? The terrible twos. <laughs> Trying threes, okay? You're going to make it to four or not, <laughs> right? Okay, so... We were all born with this sin nature, right? And something has to be done. Now, let me just say this. Sinners are going to do what they want to do. They're going to think how they want to think. Now, if you ask me personally, all this confusion about whether or not Jesus exists or not, um, did, did he really, you know, rise from the grave, you know? And if so, it means nothing to me. Okay, okay, first of all, first of all, God is not going to let us continue to trample over the blood of Jesus, okay? That's not going to happen, okay? There is a penalty for sin, and it's called death. It's called eternal separation from God the Father into the lake of fire. This is not a game, right? Resurrection is not a game. It is serious business. God and what he did through the Lord Jesus Christ to save mankind 
it is serious business, right? So all this confusion about what philosophy, what philosopher says this, what doctrine is this, what religion is that, Satan is behind all this confusion, <laughs> okay? First of all, he's been lying from the beginning. He, Jesus says that he is the father of lies. So what he does is that he stirs up all this dissension in the world over Christ, right? Because think about it. No other, no other false religion, no Muhammad, no Buddha, no Hindu, none of that has all of this infighting. It has to be for a reason because none of their leaders or gods at the helm of their false religion ever rose from the grave. Not one. They all died in their sins. So, of course, that devil of a liar is going to uh, cause all of this confusion around Christ, around the Bible, around God. You know, if he's true or not, because let me tell you. That whole Genesis question that that lion serpent said to Eve, did God really say? Yes, God said all he said in his word. And it is true because he said that the wages of sin is death. And he says that if you don't believe in on his son, you too will die in your sins. And he says that if you don't repent, you too shall perish. Yes, he said it. And it's true. And his word is true. So sinners having their minds and their eyes blinded by the God of this world, this world system who is Satan is uh, trying to come up with all of these loopholes and reasonings and, and, and rationings and trying to figure out, you know, if this is true or not, just so they can keep up with their sins. I'm sorry, people. I'm just going to have to Put it out on front street. The reason why there's all this confusion around the Lord Jesus Christ is because sinners are trying to figure out, one, how they can keep on sinning, and two, um, how they can get around from being accountable to holy God. So they come up with, again, being backed by Satan, right? They come up with all of this reasoning of the mind to say that, God is not real. Hell is not real. Heaven is not real. They don't believe anything. They don't even know what to believe. So they don't believe anything. But I'm telling you, okay, listen to me. Listen to me clearly. I exhort you. God is real. And what he said in his word is real. That if your name is not found in the Lamb's book of life at the great white throne judgment, you will be thrown into the lake of fire forever. No amount of good works, no amount of good charities that you support, no matter how many peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that you give to the poor, if your name is not found in a Lamb's book of life, if you have not made the Lord Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, you will go to hell and you will be cast into the lake of fire. That's it, my friends. So with that, I like I would I would love, I would love, 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 love that you can share this video to your friends, to your family anyone 
who wants to know the truth about Jesus, please, I encourage you, share this video so that they can look into the Bible for themselves and see what God has to say, right? First things first, make the Lord Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior and let the Holy Spirit answer all of your questions because right now it's foolishness. The Bible says that it's foolishness. Why? Because these are spiritual matters and only a discerned mind can understand what's going on. And we get that from the Holy Spirit. Why? Because once we become born again, we ask the Lord Jesus Christ to send his Holy Spirit to us. And the Bible says that he will teach us all things. Of course, it's not making any sense now. Of course, you have a ton of questions. Why? Because your mind are not discerned to spiritual matters, okay? You can't figure out God in your natural mind. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You cannot. You can't because the Bible says that it is foolishness to you. You can't understand how a dead man rising out of the grave would impact your future. Okay? You can't. So, I'm going to let you all go. And I say, don't give up on the Lord Jesus Christ, right? No matter what craziness, no matter what is going on out here in the world today, let's stand strong with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because in that garden, think about it, he could have went home. And that's all I say. I arrest my case. I'll talk to you all soon, Lord willing. Be well. Bye for now.